and welcome to another exciting episode of Best of Five, a weekly FGC podcast where we do recaps. Tonight we do previews. We also are going to talk about Samurai Spirits, not Showdown. True. And, oh no! Did Yoshinoro Ono get demoted? <laughs> John will have that full brief for us coming up, because he wrote that scathing article on eventhubs.com just shitting all over him. Speaking of which, we're joined by Steve, Ace King Offsuit Jerk. There he is. Oh my. He is not going to be talking at all. He'll be silent for the duration of the show. Um, he had a uh, major uh, oral surgery. And uh, as a result, we're just going to get to look at his pretty face. And he might take a nap. And John Ono Slayer Velociraptor Guerrero. He writes for EventUps.com. And here at the desk is myself, Efren Salinas, and Michael, Donka Schiller, rockin' an Aladdin Jasmine shirt, looking sharp, bro. It's true. Yeah. It's true that you're looking sharp? I would say those were all true. Everything you said was true. Yep. All true. Altruistic. Did you guys just see me teleport it? Because I just did it. Thanks a lot. No. Now let me just uh, fix this here a little bit. Um, yeah, so like we always do. We'll have a recap, and then we are going to be previewing SoCal Regionals, one of the coolest, most important tournaments of the year, put on by Alex Valle, none other. Um, what are you going to be talking about? Dragon Ball Fighters? Me specifically? When we get to the preview, what are you oh, previewing? Oh, when we talk to the I'll, I'll be talking about Dragon Ball Fighters, yes. Okay, okay. Um, Steve, if you could sign for us what you will be talking about uh, in the preview. You know what? I'm going to work through the pain. Whoa! Look at um, this guy. What a trooper. It's I'm gonna Jesus be, miracle. Oh, God. Uh, I'm going to be talking <laughs> hey, about Tekken 7. I'm, I'm also going to be talking about Injustice uh, because that's the last event of the Injustice Pro Series. So there's a lot of scenarios to go over. The fact that there isn't more events in this calendar year for the Injustice Pro Series is the real injustice. No. John, what will you be talking about in the preview? What game are you previewing, uh, rather? Street Fighter V. Okay, cool. Um, so Said with such conviction. <laughs> I need to take a, uh, the temperature of the room here, guys. We also need to thank Beats by Noel Brown for his 11th consecutive month of subbing. One month away badass. from a year. 11 year, we're, we're, 11 it's year scary 11 that month. we're almost at the one-year mark. That is frightening. Hey, but shout out to Beats by Noel Brown. Um, guys, temperature of the room here. Speaking of subs... A friend of mine listens only exclusively to the audio podcast, and he said, I fucking hate it when I hear, hey, I'm blocking here. It disrupts the flow of the show. It interrupts my enjoyment Wow. of best of five. Should we? I need a one in the chat We need to for do it yes. as many times as possible today. Or a and, two in the chat. turn up the volume. Yeah, turn you should test it, it by subbing, too. <laughs> test whether you like it or not. Um, the funny part is the people who are affected by it are the people most likely not to be watching right now, <laughs> so they don't get a vote. <laughs> you know what? So that's yeah, a no, let's just troll all of our listeners <laughs> because we don't care. Once again, put a one in the chat if you want us to stop playing that audio part of it. And by the way, that's none other than your boy Michael Donka Schiller doing the I'm blocking here. And a two if you want us to keep using it. Keep it going. Is that, is that right? Did I say that right? One to get rid of it. Two to keep it. Three for the road. Two to keep it. I'm getting a lot of twos. Uh, we're gonna. All right. Well, that looks like a. Uh... I'm sorry, audio listeners. 
<laughs> we got some 69s and some 420s. Nice. Oh, from Audio us and from can John. Vote by tweeting um, at Steve. From us. Yes. Oh. Uh, or leave a comment on the uh, SoundCloud if you uh, to make your vote. Yeah, and then Steve will check that and let us know. I will. I will totally do that. Uh, we do have somebody here with a one. Get rid of that shit. Analog sandwich. Get rid of that. <laughs> Can we ban House 987 for having a different opinion? Uh, That's how Reddit works. All right. Good. So anyway, okay. um, we got a lot to cover as far as recap goes. Steve, hit us with it. Uh, yeah, it was a busy weekend once again. Uh, there was a qualifier for the Red Bull Kumite uh, for a player to get a seated spot in the last chance qualifier, the open qualifier. And that was won by Ras, a Russian player who you see constantly in the online uh, event ranking. So showing he's strong offline as well. So Ras gets a trip out to Paris this November for Red Bull Kumite, not placed in the Kumite itself, but he will be a seated player in that last chance qualifier. Speaking of Red Bull, they hosted their Atlanta stop for the Red Bull Conquest Tour. Uh, really strong Tekken out there, especially uh, Spirogen taking it over Anakin in the grand final. You see Poke Chop in top four as well. Uh, but Spirogen will be at, uh, joined by Dot Nova, who won the Exer title, and Neon who took Street Fighter over Mag Negro. Those three will head to Washington, D.C. for the national finals later this year. Uh, let's kick it to the Pro Tours. Uh, the Injustice 2 Pro Series had their final online event. This was the Eastern North American online event. Uh, big win for Gurr. He was someone who hadn't really had a deep run at any of the previous events, Uh Got some much, much needed points, uh, as did Silverai, who took second. Uh, if we look at what those standings, uh, what those results mean to the standings, both of those players, Silverai and Gerd, now in that top 12, uh, which is effectively now the top 13, because Honeybee won the elite circuit, which is the Canadian qualifier. So he is headed to the IPS finals. Uh, Tekken Master and Happy Pow are tied for those final two spots. And of those two, Tekken Master with the better Evo performance has the tiebreaker. So if any, if one player passes them this weekend, uh, that's going to come into play. But hey, Steve? Really tight. Yes. Can you explain to me uh, the Evo Tekken Master bit you just mentioned? Uh, so... There are, if players are tied, there's a certain uh, hierarchy of tiebreakers. The very first tiebreaker is who earned more points at Evo, except that's uh, premier, or yeah, whoever earned more points at Evo. Tekken Master earned points, Happy Pow did not. So he gets the first tiebreaker. Steve, I have a question. If it's what I think it is, I'm going to throw crap at you. All right. Well, I'll have to take that chance. Um, I'm looking at this uh, Injustice Pro Series standings, and um, <laughs> I want to know 
what your favorite time of day is. Moving on. Whoa, answer uh, the man's question. Jeez. Uh, my favorite time of the day is the time we talk about uh, Tech and Grand Battle. Whoa, working on them segways. Stay jam, you got nothing on me. <laughs> uh, what can you say? Master event, me in the house. Each knee does it again. This was the final season one event. Uh, season one obviously came out last week, but only two days between that and the start of the tournament. So the organizers just decided to stick with season one. Knee doing it once again. Unbelievable weekend for Korea in particular. Um, they had eight players in the field. Seven of them made top eight. And the only reason uh, they didn't go eight for eight, or one of the only reasons, was because there was one quarter of the bracket that had three Korean players and only two could get out. Uh, only one loss for Korea all weekend, and that was Kalak in a ridiculously hype set in top eight, taking it over low high, eliminating the Evo champion. But other than that, it was all Korea all the time. Uh, what that means for the Tekken World Tour standings is that a strong Korean presence remains in the top 11. Uh, you've got Fergus, who've, who didn't really have a great weekend, still holds that last qualifying spot because Dimeback and Asim, the two closest competitors, also failed to make deep runs. So that race continues to be a tight one heading into the finals, final few uh, offline events. Uh, of course, Tekken uh, wasn't the only event at uh, the mix-up. It was also a Capcom Pro Tour event, a ranking event. How come it says Tekken Grand Battle at the Mix-Up 2018 Capcom Pro Tour oh ranking my event? gosh. Because I made this when I was on Painkillers. <laughs> I'm still on Painkillers. Uh, but Fina, all the fans. I have. Well, I don't even know. Should we use this slide or should we just skip this part? Because <laughs> There's something of value that needs to be said here. Okay. Um, Phenom getting the win over Machbo in the grand finals. Congratulations for his fourth win. But look at that last name on there. Hey, wait a second. Yeah, That's a Tekken, Tekken player. Yeah, right, no, this is let, a Tekken let, recap. to the Tekken results. Can we, can we pull up those Tekken results? This is the Tekken result. <laughs> the actual Tekken <laughs> result. Look at that. John Ding on both making top eight at both Tekken and Street Fighter first player this year to earn points on the Capcom Pro Tour and the Tekken well, World Well, well, there, there's a there's an issue there. He earned point on the Capcom <laughs> Pro Tour. Yeah. And I believe that is his only point. That's a good point. He actually he actually earned one at Evo as well. Oh, okay. So he's got he does have points. Plural. He has multiple points. Now, Steve, uh, based on your delivery on uh, the fact that he uh, is the first guy to place, are you saying nobody's ever done that before or just not this year? Not this year. Um, I haven't done a deep dive, but I Steve. do believe I do believe Book. Uh, yeah, it sounds right. It, yeah, he, he, he's earned points this year on the, on the Capcom Pro Tour as well. 
I think he it was either uh, Rev Major last year or one of those other Southeast Asian events that was on both tours. But I do believe he got uh, points last year. Would but, you say that John Ding is the Korean Sonic Fox? I think John Ding is a player who is very, very strong. Um, it's tough to compare him because he works out. I, I, <laughs> he's he did not. He is a grandmaster cami player. Like he's pretty good at Street Fighter. That's what somebody said here in the yeah. chat. But I had yeah, I've seen him play. He's good. Okay. Okay. Yeah, and I mean, it's you've got players like Chris G. You've got players like Ricky Ortiz, Justin, who have all who've been good multi-game players. Uh, very, very good multi-game players. People expect that, I think, a little less now because you see more specialization. Especially with 3D and 2D games mixed. Pretty Absolutely. Good. You know, it's not, there isn't that direct uh, care. Like, there aren't those direct similarities than you'd see at something like Blaze Blue. Uh, yeah, John Ding, uh, ridiculous player. He good. He, he good. He I. He I. Okay. us, Dennis. All right. Uh, with that, uh, that was the hey, final event here. in Europe before the regional final. So if we take a look at the uh, European standings, you've got four players who have locked up a spot in that uh, day two uh, regional final, being Phenom, Luffy, Problem X, and Swag Skeletor. Yes. Best names on the tour. Oh, so uh, we should we should thank Die by Sword. Thank you, Die by Sword. Nice, uh, appreciate that, bud. Thank you, so, thank you, thank you very much. Thank you. So it's going to be interesting to see how that final event pans out because you've got you know six players within sixty points of each other, uh, and I believe all of them are going to be at. Uh, that regional final. So if any of them can make top eight, they have a chance to play their way into the uh, that uh, last event and earn a spot in uh, Capcom Cup. When is this uh, regional final? Do you know? That is at the end of this month, EGX. Dang. We're getting really close to the end of the, of the season. Yeah. If you've been paying Only attention, time has been passing. Yeah, only six offline events for, left on the uh, Tekken World Tour. Right. You know, I, it, it, we're getting down to the nitty-gritty. Uh, speaking of the nitty-gritty, uh, someone is back on that grind. Uh, if we go to the hey, Treta Championship, Kenoma. Man, Brazil did really well in this event. <laughs> they did okay. Kenoma, <laughs> uh, not a name we've seen in a while. Uh, hasn't won since that memorable win over Tokido back in 2015. But he's back in the winner's circle, uh, taking it over Brolinho in that grand final, uh, leading an all-Brazil top eight. And that was with that Karen, point. right? Yep. Yes. Karen won two CPT events. That's the meme going on right now. So I, I think just, she's good, man. I think I, she's pretty <laughs> damn good. Yeah. I think I think we can all agree on that. Also, shout outs to Cyanide. He uh, clap 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 clap. He said, "Thank you, Cyanide." Oh man, why is that Thank playing you. so crappy? No, wait, wait, wait! Such a good gift. Come on, play right. Here we go. Here we go. Look at him. Oh, I froze uh, again. Here we go. Here we go. He's very impressed. All right. All right. <coughs> hey, oh, how about that? 
Try it again with Satsuri no Taiko. Let's give him a good clap here. Ooh, I haven't done this one in a while. That's the OG. That's the DOG. <laughs> that was a terrible pun. Steve, what's your favorite time of day? Uh, the time of day when we talk about DreamHack Montreal. I'm going to use that twice. Uh, I will use it as often as I have to. Uh, He's only got one event, segue, but he makes it work. I, I, I worked the hell out of that seg. Uh, before this, there had not been USA. any American players USA. to reach a master event or a premier event grand final. Now there are two. Justin Wong taking over Knuckle Dew uh, in the grand final. Problem X third. You know, we're not used to seeing Asian players locked out of the top three at big events like this, but it happened. Uh, and another win for Karen, who he, he went to in that grand final. Uh, Justin, the, you think with everything he's done, with how much success he's had, you think even in the Street Fighter four days, he'd had to have one premier event win. But he didn't. This was his very first premier event win in either the Street Fighter wow, or the Street Fighter. Wow, I did not know that. Yeah. Because um, I guess when he won Combo Breaker, it wasn't a premiere yet. Interesting. No, that was, yeah, that was uh, I, the last year it was a ranking event, if I remember correctly. I remember, if I'm not mistaken, DreamHack Austin two years ago. Hey, I'm blocking here. Angel Hunter 48. Oh, wait, I'm not even playing it. There we go. Yes. Thank you, Angel Hunter. Um, uh, Justin Wong won that with Karen two years ago. I mean, he won a ton of CPT events early on, but I guess they weren't premieres. Mm. Okay. Yeah, he, that was kind of the joke going around in 2016 where he's just mopping up points at ranking events and not doing as well at uh, premieres. Uh, but the guy can still play. He's still doing all right. For Nobody said he couldn't, Steve. <laughs> Well, there are corners uh, of the internet. I would say there are people who did say that, but yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, if we take a look at the global standings for the CPT, uh, you see Justin Wong back in the top 10. Uh, uh, Mena should be at 532. Once again, painkillers. My bad. But he he's locked up a spot in the Capcom Cup. Wait, why uh, is... Why? Okay, hang on. So, John? Yeah. No. Oh, well no, if you don't want to if you don't want to hear the question I was going to ask, that's fine. We can just move on. I uh, don't. Whatever you have to pay or whatever you have to say is uh, more important. So, that's fine. Let's just keep going. It is. It is far sure. more important. But well, let's entertain it. Go ahead. No. Go ahead. No, I'm going you go ahead and tell the people all the important stuff that you have to say and we'll see if we have time for my two cents at the end, but probably not. Probably not. Uh, the race for the final spots is getting tight once again. Uh, you see Brolinho at 430. Still a decent chunk away from 700, which is the num the magic number uh, that they had wanted to be the qualifying amount. So, Hey, how come Mena's not in blue? Because, John, what was your question? <laughs> Oh, I was going to ask why Mena's in the third category but still green, and then there's people in the first category that are green, but then there's a bunch of white in between and afterwards, and that doesn't make any sense to Yellow me. Yellow still isn't described. 
Yeah. Hey, I'm blocked. And is this the Capcom Pro Tour or is this Tekken stuff? Because I don't, I'm not sure how to read any of this. This is worthless to me. Hey, Zero the Hero just subscribed. Thanks, Zero. Steve, you're going to clap? You're going to appreciate it? Also, what happened to the orange? I don't know. Like, it's, it's different every time. Well, you can't, it's hard to follow, to be honest. I bet, like, if Steve tried to train a dog not to get on the couch, he'd, like, train the dog to do that, and then he'd let the dog on the couch for, like, a little while, and then he'd get <laughs> mad, and sometimes he would. It just doesn't make any sense. Now, what but, hey, team killers, right? I wonder how many points Brolinho has lost, like, to Kaoma or to other Brazilian players. Like, it's interesting the way the ranking event system has worked. Um, I wonder if he's almost been, like, held back by his own countrymen as far as qualifying kind of an interesting but on that on that same token uh latin america brazil has far more events right than any other country including the latin american regional final mm -hmm. that a lot of international players aren't really might not uh plan on going to if they're hey, already in capcom cup because here. remember that doesn't award money so even though he's he's losing Thank you very much. Trap Thank life. you, Black. Even though he loses out in that sense, he's still it's still a net gain for him being in Brazil. I just want to uh, disagree with Gucci Clone here that dogs should be allowed on the couch. Um, couches are for humans. The floor is for the dog. You can get him a comfy bed. You can even get him a little couch bed if you want. My dog was on the couch. Yeah, well. Your dog is wrong, Donka. Says a lot about you, Mike. All right, moving on. How's Cheeto, by the way? Cheeto's doing great. Wonderful. Uh, Steve, what do next? Uh, that is the end of the recap. Hey, I'm blocking here. So, I, Ooh. It, 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 and this it, was a gift sub. So thank you to both of you. Thank you to Die by Sword and Dr. Basics. I'm blocking here. Thank you very much. I'm, block, I'm, block, I'm blocking here. Yeah. Uh, all right. So uh, we're moving on to Weekend Thoughts. By Jack Handy. No, by Steve <laughs> Jurek. <laughs> Dreamhack Montreal. Uh, what are your thoughts, Steve? Um, I thought I thought it was uh, pretty good. I, I'll, I'll admit that most of my attention was paid to the mix-up this weekend. Mm -hmm. But, like I said, it was good to see a couple of American players do well, especially some, especially Justin and especially knuckle do because people kind of expect, you know, it's, it's sort of that if you're not first, you're last mentality right. where, because knuckle do wasn't, you know, he's a former Capcom cup champion. If he's not winning or getting second in, in premier events, he obviously sucks now. Why Just are we like, saying this about Mena? Oh, several people are saying this about Mena. Oh, okay, good. Yeah. <laughs> Punk as well. Punk is someone... Punk's getting that now, a lot. Now, a small yeah. interesting thing to note is that, like, in Street Fighter, the top four players all use multiple characters. And we're really getting to that point where that seems to be almost... Not, not necessarily a necessity, but it seems to be a huge boon to your play. And I don't even think it's purely a matchup thing. I think a lot of it is a change of pace thing. When you've conditioned your opponent and they've like finally made that that turnaround in their game plan to beat your Minot and you bring out the Karen, it's not purely a matchup thing. It's a, oh, God, now the guy has to readjust his play for you. 
And I, it's been very helpful for those players. And if you notice, the bottom half of top eight did not have multiple characters. So the um, wasn't that like Just the whole thought. wasn't that the whole like, plan with this game is to make it somewhat easier to master a new character. I feel like that was stated objective by Combo Fiend R.I.P. back in the day. Um, Not R.I.P. Combo Fiend's name is in the brackets for SCR. Right. I mean, with respect to him being a part of the Capcom team proper. Uh, I thought of him as more of a function. Uh, <laughs> Beat that dead horse too, baby. <laughs> All day. <sighs> How do we go on? I'm not sure I that we can. I, I don't think we do. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, that brings us to the end of Best of Five for today. <laughs> and forever. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, there's a lot of exciting uh, content being streamed live this weekend. It had some good numbers, too, if I'm not mistaken. Um, <laughs> UGK for life wants to know, John, what's your agenda? Um, Chaz or John D? So do I show for Capcom? Do I, do, am I against them? I don't know. I don't even know. But... Um, and you're right, there's a lot of exciting uh, variety of characters. The game's really starting to mature. Uh, it's exciting. I didn't see as many uh, Cody's and Sagat's and uh, G's as I'd wanted. Although, K-Brad busted out his G. He's like, his stream paid for him to get there under the promise, or, or with the promise that he was going to use G as much as possible. He did. He did not do well, as well as he'd wanted. Uh, but shout-outs to him for doing it. I appreciate that. Uh, do you think G is viable to win a CPT event? Probably not solo, but as part of a crew, yes. Do you think that Sagat is viable to win a CPT event? No. Do you think that Abigail is viable to win a CPT event? Not solo, but as part of a crew, yes. What about Bison solo? Uh, yeah, pretty much. In the right hands? Yeah. What about Vega? No. Okay. Not, and if you ever played Vega in the tournament, you, you was wrong. So. <laughs> Recently or ever? Just uh, ever. <laughs> I mean, M. Lizard beat Daigo with Vega four rounds straight. And then he lost in the same tournament to Daigo. <laughs> Well. So, um, <laughs> anybody want to say anything else about the weekend's events before we move on to other topics and then eventually to this weekend's events, coming weekend? Um, I just wanted to call out uh, UIU, who after John Ding made Top 8, uh, came out with this ad sort of for him, if, if we've got that. Yeah, uh, which, which looks... You know, it, it looks okay, but if you're of a certain age, it reminds you of a particular campaign from way, way back. Um, r remember Bo Jackson? Yeah. <laughs> Do you remember Bo Jackson? You know, two-sport athlete, football, baseball, ridiculous at both. Uh, had oh, a very they played off the Nike thing? Yeah, yeah, that, I, I was uh, pretty damn cool. Uh, so, UIU killing it in the uh, social media game. Shoutouts to them. Did anybody else, when you hear Bo Jackson, immediately think of BoJack Horseman because Bo Jackson's from a long-ass time ago? And <laughs> I thought of Bo Jackson. I yeah. thought of uh, Tecmo Bowl. Yeah. Set and basically destroying everyone. Yeah, he was banned. <laughs> We're getting a lot of no's in the chat, He was the... He was the Akuma of uh, that game. You know, I don't give a crap about the chat. You're all my enemies. <laughs> I hate you all. <laughs> wow. wow. You know what? UK, UGK for life, you're, you use the wrong your, so you're stupid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the proper one was you are. Oh, God. 
Uh, we, so this, this will probably be through some means the last best of five episode. <laughs> yeah, I'm hoping so. I'm tired of doing this for these stupid losers in chat. <laughs> damn it, John. 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 Hey, what time is Steve's favorite time of the day, John? The time that we go to the next segment. Aww. All right. Hey, guys. Um, a lot of people predicted it. A lot of them were right. Samurai Showdown is getting a sequel. Um, sorry, guys. Did you kill the volume on it? Okay. So anyway, um, so so I, I'm I was eager to you know learn more about the series. I remember thinking it was cool. It's an SNK fighter. Yeah. So there's this dude uh, online on Twitter. His name is Perry, but he has this current uh, Twitter handle is I told you it's gonna be Sam Show Seven. And this guy did a super detailed, rather awesome, I, I, it's kind of a weird place to put it on Twitter, but it could have been a blog post, it could have been anywhere else. You should check him out. He's at, in fact, I'm going to put it in the chat, and then we're going to talk a little bit about it, because it helped me educate it. So this guy, at Experimilk, goes in depth on a lot of the stuff going on in this, a little bit of the background, some of the characters, and then, uh, and I have a gif of it here, let me get it going. Hold it, hold it, hold it. Holding. So check that out. So this is part of the trailer, right? And he's saying, the first thing you see is Halmaro's Heavy Slash. Samurai Shonen is a game where normals do huge damage and have a ton of hit stop. And immediately you see that this game will be no different. Again, I'm not going to go through all this because you guys should just go through and read it. Um, but then he's got another Gifaruni here. Let me see if I can find it. Well, I, I think the biggest thing a lot of people are taking from this is that graphically it's a huge departure from what we've seen in the past two games, which would be SNK Heroines and KOF 14. This mm -hmm. game seems to look quite good. Uh, I think no one has complained about the graphics of this game. People it, are saying it's Street Fighter 4-esque. It's got the, well, well it's got the same, the like, ink and, and thing. Yeah. It's got the ink thing going on that, that, that Street Fighter 4 had. The shaders look good, kind of like Marvel 3 almost. It, it, it just looks good, which is very, very different than what we've it, seen it in the last awesome. two games. And... It, it's like kind of a niche series, you know, everyone's heard of it, but not many people will actually say that they played Samurai Showdown a whole lot, or maybe they will now. Or if you're a hipster but like they, Steve, yeah. you'll call people out on Twitter, wow, sure are a whole lot more fans of Samurai it Showdown. Was, it, it one me that one meant to call people out, you know, but the, the, it's a joke, but you know it hit close to home. Now you know, uh, uh, <laughs> now you know who did play a lot was Ryan Fuberta Carvey. Oh yeah, Sam Show. I think guy? five is like one of his like his favorite games ever. Dude. That's like what Sounds he played right. even more than Third Strike, and wow. until he had to come back and play Third Strike. Well, maybe uh, we can get him on the show once the game pops. And uh... um, so, how much have you guys actually played Samurai Showdowns from like the past? I've played I think them casually. The only time I've ever played, I've played is uh, I was in a Walmart when I was like seven, and they had an arcade there, and uh, I played one round on the arcade. Um, but outside of that, like I've, I've heard of it a lot, uh, but in recent, well, with this announcement, I've gone back and kind of looked at some of the older, um, you know, versions or, or titles in the series, and then especially watching this trailer, it looks satisfying as hell to play. It looks like when you land, even just normals, you're going to feel really good about doing it. So therefore, it looks like it's going to be really fun, and... Um, 
combined with like the the kind of gore and then like the reactions characters have to this like like is it Nakaruru who like stabs you and is like apologetic about it like <laughs> I'm sorry like there's a lot of character to this game and and like I'm basically coming in from from totally the outside like I knew it existed I played maybe around once when I was seven in an arcade and that was it and so uh, I no game has really been appealing to me like this the, from the ones that I have had no experience with. So I'm kind of excited to see where this goes. Like, I'm not necessarily sold on, like, I'm going to play this game for sure uh, because I, I tend to be pretty selective about the fighting games that I end up playing. But wow, this game looks really fun and uh, and really intriguing at this very surface level. The other thing about, I think, a lot of, like, games that come out of nowhere is a lot of them tend to be more anime style air dashing type games or assist type games and this one's a little more straightforward than that so i think it'll be interesting to see how it's received for sure is it is it all footsies because it seems yes, like it's everyone like it's was... like all the moves do a lot of damage you hit from far i mean it, it, it's got a lot of street fighter-esque things but usually the combos in the old ones were shorter and the and the long hitting footsie moves were more important everyone like soul caliber everyone has a weapon Right, and so you're gonna naturally have a little bit longer reach than an average character that doesn't have a weapon, right? And so it, it feels uh, it's it's very much that respectful spacing kind of footsies game. And when I get you to overextend, I come in for the kill. Uh, and is it like one or two touches and you're dead? I wouldn't say one or two, but I mean it's it probably they're they're big hits. According to that yeah. long thread that I suggest you guys read on Twitter that I linked in the chat, um, you can like bet meter to do one hit kills. I'm not sure how that. Uh, yeah, uh, I'm not as I'm not familiar with the game, but that sounds cool. Sounds injusticey. I, I I think it's hitting a sweet spot where you know it's a big enough name where you have a lot of people that are familiar with it and have the attachment to it, but it's not necessarily so ingrained that you can't take some chances with it. Mm-hmm. So you know we might see a few new. Uh, directions out of this series and i don't think people would mind it as opposed to you know doing something completely wacky with a street fighter or a mortal combat yeah, yeah i think you're, i think you're right lines. i think almost anyone who's a sam show fan is probably just going to be happy that they're getting another one this many years later even if it's got some some new stuff Do so you get- it's way way early but uh and so like if we're wrong here whatever it's not a big deal but a lot of these games um, will come out, they'll have a little short lifespan, and then they'll kind of, as far as like the competitive realm goes, kind of fall into the background. And I don't know that we've ever seen Samurai Showdown in, in tournaments, like the, not since I've been in the FGC, and I don't know if it's you know before that. But did, will this game have any kind of competitive run, or will it be just a little like, as far as the competitive scene goes, this little like, oh, cool, that's happening, and then play it casually sometimes. Yeah, just to well, let there, you know, just, uh, well, hold on one second, Steve. Just to let you know, uh, somebody in the chat did say that there was a Samurai Showdown tournament at Evo this year. Yeah, what's yeah. up, oh, really? Where are you at? Yeah, yeah, I was probably in my room watching The Princess Bride. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's uh, which specific. is great. Yeah. What I what I'd worry about more um, is simply that a there's so many games out there so many good games that just being a good game isn't enough to get you a whole lot of attention because there's so many properties out there. Tekken's in a good spot. Street Fighter, a lot of people still like that. Uh, <laughs> 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 Is that as nice as you could be? You know, I, there's I'm people who still like that. <laughs> I, I, I'm just saying. The most that... honest thing Steve's ever said. <laughs> 
I'm saying that the people who like the game like the game. The people who don't like the game don't like the game. And I don't. And there's not a whole like lot of changing in the last couple years. Sorry, but Damon. It still has a. It it still has a very large audience, and it's still. Uh, there are still what? people that acknowledge it as a game that exists in the world sometimes. Oh, my God. Um, the other thing I'm worried about more than that is what kind of support is SNK going to give it? Because if you remember, we're just coming off of the end of the SNK World Tour, which was supported by SNK, but didn't really have a whole lot behind it from what the company did it was just sort of like there's a tournament like like you follow their twitter like there's a tournament and that was it there wasn't really a hub for it for any of that there wasn't a way to gather information there wasn't really a whole lot of cross promotion like if you're at this event be sure to check out uh what's going down in this other country in three weeks for our next stop that's what i think snk needs to do mm -hmm. uh and needs to do well if there's going to be any sort of big esports slash tournament scene behind this game because so many other companies are doing that. That's an expectation now. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see. I mean, King of Fighters fans haven't gotten anything in a little bit. SNK Heroines doesn't really seem to be much of a competitive game and has controversies of its own. KOF 14 has kind of waned in support quite a bit. You wonder how many, but but the games are so different. King of Fighters and Samurai Showdown. You can't really expect all the KOF people to just hop over to to Samurai Showdown. They're not the same game. They're not really close. I think you'll get some of those guys. I think you'll get some of these, you know, out of nowhere Samurai Showdown guys, old game guys. And I think you'll get a few people from Street Fighter who just want to play another two D kind of footsie sure. game. Uh, I doubt it'll be super popular. I think it'll be in that kind of like gets a side tournament slash maybe one of the less entered main tournament games. But yeah. I don't think it'll be lower than that. Like I think it'll be more popular than Fexel. I, uh, <laughs> I, you think it'll be more popular than Fexel. Yes. The, uh, the question I have is, you know, you, you, it's obviously a massive investment to make a new fighting game for these game companies, right? Or any new project, but you know, it's already a niche market in and of itself. Aren't there? I mean, it's getting pretty saturated, right? And there are some big games that are taking a lot of the um, of the players. Your smashes, talking about you, Donka, uh, Dragon Ball, Street Fighter, uh, and then a, then like the second tier games. I'll even put Injustice in there. Oh, I'll put Tekken. I think could be in tier one. Keep going down and down and down. Is it worth making? Are are, are we getting a little oversaturated here with fighting games? Well, I mean, it, the, you got to look at it from like just casual sales too. Mortal Kombat. You know, the, the NRS games, for instance, they have their little spikes in tournament play, and then they, they change out fairly rapidly, right? And then, like, the, and I think the community has kind of understood that, like, okay, every two years there's going to be a new game. So I appropriate, or like, I, I put my training and, and my uh, efforts into things appropriately. But, um, yeah, I don't know. Like, I kind of forgot how I was. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it's just casual. So, so, like, Mortal Kombat's one of, like, when, when Mortal Kombat X came out, it was like I think the number one selling fighting game or something like that, like absolutely of the year or maybe of all time or something. I don't know. It it, it broke some records, but I mean, and and we saw plenty of it in the fighting game community. But you know, it was never really bigger than Street Fighter. 
But as far as like casual sales, it outsold the crap out of Street Fighter. So, um, like, but does something like Samurai Showdown or Samurai Spirit is that going to reach the casuals market all that much? Uh, I don't know. Probably There's not. I mean, if you I'm look at things. Here. By the way, thank you to the Manny David for Great. subscribing. Um, there isn't really other than Dragon Ball, which is like a very special case, right? Every game that's been near the top has historical precedent as a popular game. Mortal Kombat, you know, that has like, and like literal pop culture relevance. Mortal sure. Kombat, Marvel vs. Capcom, which has Marvel and was a popular game back in the day. Street Fighter, Tekken, um, what else has been popular? Smash Bros. Smash Bros. Like these are games mm -hmm. that have all been going for a long time and are games that people outside of the scene have heard of. For a game like Samurai Showdown, which very few people that weren't you know, actively going to arcades in the 90s and or are already in the FGC have heard of, it's hard to believe it'll reach a huge casual market. Yeah. We'll see. Um, it could be a fantastic game. And word of mouth. It is. I, I just don't feel like at large, I almost feel like the popularity of the fighting game community has turned off the at large casual market to fighting games. Cause it's like, oh shit, if I'm gonna play a fighting game, I gotta be serious. Uh, not man, a new fighting game. Let's have some fun. I could be wrong on that, but there might be. Well, something I to think it. there are a lot of people that like, oh, I like that game, and they buy it. Like whether that be a Street Fighter or Mortal Kombat or whatever, and it's one of those games they buy, they play for a little bit, and then it just collects dust on their shelves. But they still purchased it, you know. So, mm. and I, I still think the biggest barrier to that isn't necessarily, you know, the the pro scene or anything like that. It's that. Fighting games as a whole suck at teaching people how to play fighting games. You know, if someone picks up a FIFA or a Madden or an NBA 2K, they know the rules of, you know what the rules of soccer are. You know what the rules of football are. You know what the rules of basketball are. With a game like Street Fighter or Tekken, you're, you create those rules from scratch. So you have to do a good job of teaching people what they can and can't do what they should and shouldn't do more importantly. Um, and I just feel like so many games have not been good at that. If one of these major titles, if the if a Tekken or a Street Fighter or Mortal Kombat nails that, I think you'll see a big, big boost in uh, the popularity of that game. Yeah, that's definitely been more of an anime thing for a long time, going all the way back to like, I remember buying Blaze Blue CT and it came with a DVD with tutorials on every character made by, you know, players of the game. Yeah. Uh, and uh, Mike Eunice Z was now. on that with his yeah. terrible Russian accent. <laughs> so, I mean, that's that's something that should hopefully, as Steve said, kind of transfer over to, uh, to non-anime games, hopefully. Okay. Um, we were curious. What other games deserve to be revived, resuscitated, reborn in the modern era of fighting games? And we put the question to Twitter. Steve, take it away. Uh, sure. We asked what the uh, what other too. series uh, should get rebooted. Uh, Damascus says literally every fighting game series is being brought back to life right now. Why couldn't Bloody Roar be one of them? Please. That'd be pretty cool. Uh, Brian <laughs> says <laughs> That hurts. Uh Azen 1984 says, with no hesitation, Rival Schools needs to be brought back. Uh, let's go to Moto never has an interesting display name, uh, which I find to be an interesting display name. Uh, Big Bang Beat because he has no soul. 
Uh, Abe Laws wants to bring back Fighter's Destiny. I love the different take than most fighting games have right now. You know, but that's the one with the point system where, you know, you've got uh, you got to get eight points and you get three for a knockdown, two for a takedown, what have you. Uh, and then Junkyard Gary Disco uh, <laughs> wants to bring back Bushido Blade. Where's Clay Fighter? <laughs> Someone else mentioned Clay Fighter specifically for you. You know, there. this was one of those ones that got like so many... Uh, responses that it was impossible to get most of them represented, but Rival It'd Schools be... was popular, Bloody Roar. Uh, there are a couple others that were brought up a few different times. I'd have to make like a separate email for all the sponsorship inquiries if they announced Clay Fighter like <laughs> 128 and 9 tenths or whatever it is. So, Yuki Burry specifically called you out for uh, uh, for having those infinites. Clay yeah. You know, Power like, Stone would... was another one. I don't even know what that is. Uh, but when we would go to, um, what is it? And, and I always flip these two, but when we go to arcades back in the day, you would see Street Fighter and you would make a mental note of it. You'd be like, oh, that's Street Fighter. And there is a special intrigue about it. You would see Mortal Kombat, same thing. And I, and I think Mortal Kombat, a big part of that was, you know, the, the graph or not the graphics, but the visuals, the fatalities and things like that. There was like a reason to draw you in and, and a reason to set it apart from the other games. You had like your virtual fighters and, and KOF and, it, you know, those were fun games and they were worthwhile and such. But for the casual crowd, just walking through the arcade, not specifically looking for a fighting game, there were certain titles that popped up and stuck in your minds more than than others. And I think that Primal Rage was one of those. I, I think agree. that it was Street Fighter and it was Mortal Kombat. And then for sure, and there's probably others, but for sure Primal Rage because the characters, there, there was something about like being able to fight as a dinosaur. I, I agree. Um, and fight a gorilla. as like a giant, yeah, gorilla, a, and a couple of versions, and they had fatalities, and they had like the, if you actually like went into it and played it, uh, like they were all gods that were being worshipped, and you could like eat the the worshippers <laughs> off the ground. Like it was a pretty interesting and different game. And I don't know when the last, uh, how many primal rages there were, one or two, I think, and then like how long ago it's been since since we've seen any action on that front. But if they brought back a primal rage in with like today's tech and standards and graphics and everything i think that that would not only be awesome in and of itself but it would also peak interests and 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 wake up some memories from like when you were what like when you were going to like the movies as a kid and you went through the arcade and that was yeah. one of the games there you would remember that and you would go dude i'm at least checking that out and, I, and imagine what they could do with a game like that i think primal rage is is a is a huge candidate that might not pop up in a lot of people's minds immediately i believe I wizard claims he was like the best at this game and so it would probably make it into evo too um, i just think it would be so tough to get people excited about oh man it's dinosaurs <laughs> fight monsters yeah excites me yeah Radical. that sounds great what's wrong with that shut up steve you what do you have against dinosaurs? Um, I have nothing against dinosaurs. <laughs> uh, Just I, velociraptors. I, 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 they I suck. The Raptors. <laughs> um, I think Godzilla is a pretty good movie. I mean, they're uh, characters. I mean, you could describe anything like generally like that. Hey, guys. How like, you could describe Street Fighter as pitting racial stereotypes against each other. Like, I don't know. Yeah. I'll, maybe people would probably want to play that. So who knows? I mean, I don't know. <laughs> like, 
how about we do a uh, block grab on some of those suggestions? Sure. All right. Block grab. All right, guys. Starting off our block grab <clears throat> would be with Bloody Roar. John? I have I don't remember what Bloody Roar is. Remind me, because I when I when I hear Bloody you turn, Roar, you turn you can be a human or you rage. can turn into an animal. Ooh. <laughs> so like, there's a guy, there's like a yakuza dude who's a chameleon. There's like a hot girl who's a bunny. There's like Are a there lot any of things dinosaurs. Like I don't remember a dinosaur. There's a wolf dude. <laughs> I'll grab it because I think that uh, I think people would. I do remember it. Yeah, I'll grab. I'll I don't grab. even that, want to think about how good Sonic Box would be at this game. <laughs> yeah, if you market this to the furry audience, this is a home run. Uh, so on, I on quit that before basis I start. Alert, I gotta grab. I grabbed too. This game was awesome. Yeah. I love this game. This is like I think everyone has a fighting game they liked as a kid to play with their friends, and this was this was mine. Other than Smash, is Bloody Roar better than Primal Rage? Yeah, well, chat. Yes chat, or no? Which one's better? Let us know because I'm not Primal sure. Rage was basically like Rampage, the fighting game. Yeah, and you I shut your dirty game. mouth, Steve. I think Bloody Roar was better. Elon, pluck or grab better. on. Uh, <laughs> well, G's already in Street Fighter Five, so he's not a gorilla. Yeah, but it's still G. So it's close enough. So okay. block. All right. <laughs> Why not? This game does have to happen. Yeah, that would be a good one. Okay, moving on to Primal Rage. Also grab. Grab. Steve? Block. Why? Because. Oh. It, it's like <laughs> dinosaurs fighting monsters. Totally radical. I just feel that going <sighs> so long. Who hurt so you, Steve? Easily. Not a dinosaur. Not a dinosaur. I mean, Tekken can be bears fighting kangaroos. Yeah, fighting tiny little orange dinosaurs. Options. There are other options. It's like everything is... I just don't see it going well in this day and age. I'm sorry. John, block or grab on Primal Rage. Yeah. Grab. <laughs> Elon, block or grab Primal Rage. So, in Brazil, when I still lived in Brazil, mm -hmm. my dad took me to an arcade, and mm -hmm. I saw... Primal Rage. Yeah. And I saw somebody do, I think it was the equivalent of Fatality, where they were a giant gorilla and they kicked this dinosaur into the, like, the ocean. <laughs> yeah. And it was dope. Yeah. So I never figured out how to do it. So grab just so I can figure out how to do it. Uh, assuming that they have the gorilla kick a dinosaur into the ocean move? Yes. Okay. So that sounds like almost grabs all around except for the party pooper. How about blocker grab on rival schools? Am I going first again? Okay. Yeah, go for it, Mike. Um, the game's kind of cool. Like, I'm kind of against Capcom diverting attention away from Street Fighter to make weird niche games. So I'm going to actually block. Sorry. Steve? I don't understand, you know, with how much everyone loves school uniforms. <laughs> I don't understand why this hasn't been brought back yet. This is, from a sales standpoint alone, easy grab. All right, easy grab. John, I hate school. Forget it. Yeah, block. <laughs> Elon? Uh, I like doing air combos a lot, so grab. That's a grab on Rival Schools. That was split down the middle, wasn't it? That's a 50 I also don't think grab. Rival Schools is that good of a game. I'm going to be honest. I don't, I, I'm not into like the schoolgirl senpai kind of thing. You know, like I don't have a body pillow or anything. There like was that. like that, a. That, that is exactly what someone with a body pillow would say. <laughs> 
I just really like kicking people like thirty feet into the air and then jumping. What was that one? The like the soccer player guy that had a yeah yeah. You could and they just fly in the air and then you have to jump after. There are cool weird. characters in the game. I'll give them that. Yeah, there were some cool characters. Mm. There was like I, a I teacher lady. There was like a teacher guy. There was like a student boy and like a student girl. There was like the bully team. That's who I like. There was one student girl. <laughs> there was a... one student girl in, in rival schools. <laughs> there was like a soccer player guy. There was a dude with a bat, Cracker Jack, something or other. All right. Somebody just brought up the idea of best of five body pillows, and you can collect all four. And I think that that needs to happen. Okay. If anybody <laughs> wants to make wow, the best of that would five be a good idea. Art, I could just put mine out. I mean, we, we, we may charge licensing fees for the millions of dollars you're about to make, but they'll be small. <laughs> I do not want to share a bed with me. Why would I want <laughs> anyone else to share a bed with me? Come Actually, there are just four different poses of a lawn. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, Alon? I'm, I'm down to do that. Yeah, I bet you are. <laughs> yeah. All right, dude. Moving on to one that I'm, gonna, I'm not ashamed to admit. I've never heard of Fighter's Destiny. Somebody tell me what the fuck that is. Was that the Xbox one? Or no, was that Battle Fantasia? Oh, Fighter's Destiny. I honestly get these games confused, that, but I'm going to block. That's the one uh, with the point system. Yeah. Where you have, like, you got to earn eight points. Like, if you score nine. And the Nintendo 64 game, two. they're saying. Yeah. And, and mm, it's, I don't know. It, it, you, it shows up in like a bunch of different uh, mystery game tournaments. <laughs> I would grab it. You know, I, I think it's different enough that there's it would be cool to see. You know, I, I wasn't really playing it growing up, but I think I would appreciate it now. So grab. John? <laughs> no, but when you say N64, it makes me think of NHL hits. And couldn't Great you game. fight in that? Yeah, I think that we should just bring back the, um, instead of this idea, whatever Love it was. Love NHL hits. It's a great game. Yeah, yeah, we should just bring back NHL hits, but as a fighting game where it's only when you fight each other. I think that's <laughs> that would great. be a good game. <laughs> yeah. Now, the rest of the game is pretty tight. I was undefeated as Detroit Red Wings. Me and my bro. You played the nice. shit out of that game. Good for you, You don't you, think man. I played it? I'm saying you, Red Wings. Oh, come on now. Uh, all right, Elon. Fighter's Destiny. Well... I'm all about games that are about self-improvement and about pushing the human body to <laughs> newer heights. Mm -hmm. So a game where it's not about killing your opponent, it's about scoring points for yourself, I'm all about. So All right, sure. So, no, that's great. So I'm a block. I, oh, oh God, God. a man of culture. <laughs> um, Did you hear he blocked it? Yeah, he blocked I'm it, I'm kidding. Steve. I'm going to grab it. I'm going to grab it. All right, moving on, guys. Let's keep this going. Bushido Blade. Block. I don't remember what this game is. Was that the one-hit kill game? I don't know. It may have been. Yeah, we're a bunch of scrubs. We don't even know. There was one game where you... Yeah, that, that you was the one-hit kill game. Yeah, that, that was... one-hit kill game. That is the ultimate, like, if your party sucks, bust that out and just have everybody, like, just have a tournament. Sounds kind of fun now that you mention that. Because it, it's, it's all just spacing. I like one-hit kill like, games. One hit and that's it. It's sick. And then there's always going to be like this three-year-old that comes in and just destroys everyone because they don't know and they accidentally throw their sword and it kills people and stuff like that. And good times. Just that's I'll, I'll grab. When it's my turn. I, I will. I will say this. I the first time I saw this game and played it, I hated it because it's like one hit. Come on. But now as I've grown and matured, I I think it it was really ahead of its time. So I would grab. This. Well, I hate combos. So yeah, any one-hit game is tight. <laughs> I'm going to grab retroactively. Come from a guy that made Top 32 at Evo one year in Marvel? I hate combos. I hate games with combos. But I don't the... like sitting there while the other guy's comboing me. 
Yeah, but what about comboing the other guy? I've gotten like really impatient <laughs> as time has gone on with fighting games. Like I just I just don't want to like watch someone else do a combo anymore. All right. Uh, so we got a we got a block turned into a grab over here, right? Yes. Steve, you grabbed it. I grabbed. Juanelo, you grabbed it. All right. Elon, tell us a story. Well, you know how they have uh, rock paper scissors tournaments at some of these. Is that what this basically is? Uh, yeah. Why not just have that instead? <laughs> block. All right. Um, moving on. I meant like why not have the game instead of the rock paper scissors tournament? No, I like rock oh. paper scissors better. Well, you're dumb. <laughs> Jesus. Mike, Clay Fighters. This game was very ahead of its time. The humor is great. The presentation is great. The idea is funny. It'd be easy to make good graphics for because it's cartoony. Sounds like a win to me. I think they should make this like a cheapo game, and it would be awesome. People would love it. Okay. Grab. Steve? Yeah. I would not pay more than $20 for... <laughs> anything clay fighter related because i do not think it would be i love it so much yeah um i'll i'll i'll, I'll grab it if it costs less than 20. Anything remember more how than that? 2001 someone block. acquired the company that made it i can't remember who john what'd you say you remember the blob Donka, I yeah, of course I remember the blob. Okay, remember how he had a move where he would turn into, into a windshield wiper blade, windshield wiper, and okay, just, yeah, and like clean you off the windshield because you're like a piece of shit. <laughs> That's what I feel like doing to Steve right now <laughs> yeah. because his opinions being so shitty. I'm gonna grab on Clay Fighter. God, I love that game. Elon, remember that character Zombie? Yeah, where like if you like tried to walk back too far, he would just fall. I hated that guy. Block. <laughs> All right. Um, I did not play this next game, guys, and this is a long-ass block of grab, but we're going to toe ball. I don't know what that is, block. I don't know either. I block. never played it. I will block. I will take all of your hate, chat. I will take all of it. I'm going to grab it because I don't know what it is. <laughs> Smart. That's a good way to go through life. <laughs> uh, this makes me uncomfortable, block. Power Stone. Hey, I want to, real quick, yeah. does the chat know about Twinkle Star Sprites? It's not really a fighting yeah, game. Yeah, oh yeah, I but, know uh, all about Twinkle Star Sprites. We used to have tournaments at Arcade UFO. Dude, we should play some Twinkle Star Sprites online Was that the game that was the final game for uh, Mystery Game Tournament on 2017? I don't, I don't remember what the final Mystery Is it game. like a shoot 'em up where yeah. you can like super each other or whatever? It's like Raiden or, or like, like Galaga kind of, yeah. but you, and Tetris and sort of, I guess, fighting games because you send stuff. It's like to, a shooter fighter, yeah. Cool. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. It's wonderful. Okay, I'm looking at Toe Ball number one, and because somebody said it was a good game. And when I hear Toe Ball, I think of Turok, which is a game I love. <laughs> I don't think it has anything to do with one another, but uh... I like Turok too. But I bet <laughs> Steve doesn't. <laughs> I did not like Turok. Yeah, no. You really didn't like Turok? I never had an answer. What the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> So you, much is wrong with me. No, you know what? what? I'm with Turok Steve. Turok is so sick. No, I'm with Steve. I played it on the PlayStation 2, and it was not great. I don't hate it. I just... I'm so I, mad. Never, I never got into it. Tobol looked pretty tight, by the way. That I were wonky, uh, but it still was fun. Dude, back in the 64 days, Turok was the shit, Steve. Go check yeah. yourself. Well, apparently the chat hates Turok, too. I'm mad. I, I'm with John. I hate the chat. <laughs> yeah, this chat garbage. <laughs> All right, guys, we're actually moving on to Power Stone. What Power Stone, block or grab? 
Not it's not it's like fun little three D barely a fighting game probably more than Smash but less than a fighting game. <laughs> um, mm, mm, block. All right, that's a block. Steve. I don't personally care for it, but I have too many friends who do, so I would grab. Okay. John. I don't know. It's a block because I don't like things that are different from what I know. Elon. <laughs> so Capcom Cup. 2016, when they revealed the Season 2 characters, uh, I actually did an interview for Yahoo Esports when that was still around. Mm. And I had given my theory that I thought all of the silhouette people were Power Stone characters, because it looked like the first Power Stone. And I still have my first Power Stone disc in my Dreamcast, so I'm gonna grab the shit out of that. It's a cool game. I just don't, I don't think it would do anything if hey, they release a new it's one. Like, it's like Dragon Ball Mini. You collect the gems, and then you turn super, and then you kill your friends. Sounds fun. And now for the last game <laughs> for Block Grab, Star Wars Masters of Terrascosi. If you saw Block. I'm really solo a Star Wars story, character Kira at one point, I don't know if you know, if you watch it, she fights. She's like, oh, I've been training them in the arts, Terrascosi. I got top eight at a UFGT before it was Combo Breaker and lost in this game. And I hate it forever. Um, Dude, you could be a Gamorrean guard. You could be a sand person. <laughs> If I can play as young Anakin, <laughs> maybe. Pre-Jedi powers? Like little kid. <laughs> little kid Anakin. <laughs> this is tense. <laughs> maybe. That'd be the only situation where I would say yes. I'm going to take that as a grab. <laughs> Steve? It's not. It's not a grab. Uh, do I want to see this game? Short answer, no. Long answer, no. <laughs> Lock. John, bugger grab on. Here's my thoughts on <laughs> if they were to bring this back in 2018. There's a lot of negativity that surrounded that game. It was very broken. I remember seeing it uh, in like Target, and it was just the demo version. You could only play two characters, and you couldn't play the cool characters, but it was Star Wars and fighting games, which was amazing in and of itself, and still would be. If they brought this back in 2018... You know Darth Maul would be a character. You could play in a fighting game as Darth Maul. Yeah, that would be a good pick. You could play in a fighting game as Darth Maul. Grab. You, you, you say that as if I care. You're such a piece of shit human being, Steve. <laughs> I cannot believe... If you I've think Star Wars Episode like 1 was years. the best Star Wars, put any number in the chat. <laughs> any number. Or letter. I'm my 69420 right now. <laughs> or a letter, or word, or type in the chat, or be in the chat. And it's easily like the first. Okay, so episode Look one was that. easily episode the best. Episode one is killing it. <laughs> it had killing Darth Maul. it. And if a fighting game had Darth Maul, it would be the best fighting game. So, boom. And Steve would probably play Sebulba. Oh, zero style. <laughs> Look at these. Yeah, okay. Yeah, there we Steve, go. Steve would play a Dubak because it's a dinosaur. <laughs> Looking play a Rancor thing. That um, was the best block grab we have ever had. Well, Elon <laughs> has not blocked the grab yet. on Star Wars Master Tarskasi. Bring us home, pal. Does anybody know what the input is to actually turn on the lightsaber? No. No. Yeah. There we go. We're back. Hi. I feel like in the show, guys. Just joining us, Elon blocked. He's <laughs> should one probably tier start below to speed. Uh, speed through a lot of these. <laughs> no. Categories. We should just skip the show. SK Heroines is out. Apparently, it's a shit game. And some people are offended by the premise of the story, which is that some creep grabs a bunch of female fighters, makes them dress in kinky shit, 
and uh, it's his fetish, and he literally uh, like you know watches them. Look at that. There are a lot of cultural differences. Yes, it's kukri. There's a lot of cultural differences between the U.S. and Japan, and this one does not flow over well. In and fact, the people that are gonna want to play this game are probably down with. Well, that. they're gonna love. Is, is this a Nintendo Switch exclusive? Characters. Yes, it is. It's a Nintendo Switch, or I think physically. It, it, it's a physical Switch exclusive, but it's also di available gi digitally on PS4. Yeah, so it's it's a game that a lot of people are understandably going to be kind of upset by. Um, it's also very toned down from a regular fighting game as far as mechanics go. There's no crouching. You can't kill them by health bar. You have to do super. <laughs> I, I like I, I looked at it and I've seen a little bit of footage and I don't think like some KOF and SNK people will play it, but this is not gonna be a tournament fighting game. And when you add on the controversy, I think this game is going to flop pretty hard All as right, far as just, any sort of competition goes ever. Let's just talk about it in terms of is it too offensive and and, and therefore should be like not played or boycotted or something like that. Where do we stand on that? You shouldn't. See, I mean, I don't think we're at boycott level. It's not like it has uh, Muhammad in it. Are. Are, are, well, is this offensive, like to the point where it's it's harming the society with the messages that it's putting forward? Potentially, the messages are pretty bad. Yet again, it's a lot of cultural differences, but they're bad. Like they're ones that you know we don't really accept here. So I don't know. I I, I think it's sort of this. It, it, it's so there's so many layers to this that we can't even get into. One of them is, you know, at the end of the day, these are all fictional characters. So should should we really get upset at, you know, uh, what happens to a fictional character? It's a story. It's a bad guy doing a bad thing. I get that. There's also the aspect of, well, yeah, the character, this bad guy character, is doing all these horrible things, but yet it's another case of you know us putting women in sexualized situations Boyism and, and such. putting some level of separation so that we can do it but we can blame the character because they're the one putting them in yeah in that i mean I, it's, it, not... it's just there's so much going on and it's does it objectify it, women it, yes, <laughs> but for that, is it to is it something that we should we should be upset about? For the, the reason that Steve said, where you can blame it on a character within the game universe, I don't think it becomes no, a situation. Thin. It is thin. That's I agree, thin. and I I personally don't really care for the game, but I don't think it's like literally take off the shelves level offensive. I think it's like yeah. you might just not want to play this game. So and, and I think this would be a different conversation if SNK Heroines was, you know, a solid game as a fighter because that's as a fighting game, it's not that good. I mean, you have you have no block. You have a block button, so you can't do left right mix ups. You have no crouch ability, so you can't go high low. Um, you have to save your super basically for to get the kill. So all you really have is either a t basic attacks or throws. And it's just, you know, as a fighting game, on its own merits, it's not that strong. So all we really have to talk about is yeah. this aspect of it. If it's something like DOA or any other fighting game that, you know, like there's levels of objectification in Street Fighter that we're okay with because 
Street Fighter is, you know, there's more of a game beyond just that. Whereas with SNK or Heroines, it's a dress-em-up game with some fighting thrown. So truth be told, I never would even have looked at this game outside of us playing the trailers on the show uh, until I saw this tweet from from Ultra David. And this is what the the tweet reads. I read a review of SNK Heroines saying that the plot is that a shady dude kidnapped a bunch of women, dressed them in skimpy outfits, and made them fight for his amusement. And they canonically hate it and are visibly embarrassed by it. Is that true? What the fuck are y'all doing playing this game, let alone supporting it financially? Um, If if it was just, you know, the, the tough thing about any conversation about this is that if you look at it just in a vacuum, I think there's room for a story like this or, you know, a plot like this in and of itself. The problem is it's part of a culture where we've seen where there are so many things, clearly negative things that that exist already, that if there's any sort of negative uh aspect to the game if there's anything that could be considered offensive there's going to be pushback and there's also going to be pushback saying oh it's not a big it, it's not a big deal and in a vacuum i don't think it is but you can't you know anytime you have this it's going to be part of a bigger conversation that has so many layers so many points of view that i it's just it, thankfully you can't, get, you can't untangle it yeah thankfully the game kind of sucks and isn't really meant to be competitive so it's really just not going to matter hey speaking of doa it's being released <laughs> on february 15th tekken 7 <laughs> announced some online events for playstation 4 only no pc tekken 7 also has a hot fix coming tomorrow what's getting fixed i got it uh so uh eliza's super is currently unblockable they're fixing that uh there was a bug with lars where he can get a ridiculous amount of damage off of a 12 frame punish that's basically like getting almost a kill combo on a f- four frame punish in street fighter uh there are a couple of more damage fixes for katarina and for uh somebody else whose name i currently don't remember along with some bug fixes and there's one bug that's hilarious where josie's super uh she turns to look at her her eyes look at her opponent while her face is facing the camera (laughs) so her eyes bug out and it's hilarious i hope they don't fix that Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm, I'm totally... hearing a lot that people are saying that Lars is going to get destroyed by this patch. Um, does anyone? Can anyone expand on that? Because I actually am just kind of interested. Elon, like in thirty seconds or less. Well, because you said he was, he kills you basically in a four a four frame punish sort of a thing, right? So yeah. I mean, so uh, what what's happening is, and it's a very unique situation where he does have to have rage meter, which means his health has to be at a certain threshold. Um, I think he'll be fine. I think it's just one of those things where. The cancel time that they added for the recovery of this uh, of his rage drive is just a little shorter than they intended it to be. Um, and I actually have the changes here. Uh, Brian, some of his one of his moves is get or his taunt is getting converted back to season one. Uh, the Lars thing, Katarina Shaheen is getting uh, damage reduction because uh, some of his moves dealt more damage than they intended. Master Raven uh, has input windows issues that are now fixed, and Eliza's thing got fixed, and Nana's thing got fixed. So Cool. Thanks, yeah. bro. All right. Uh, I totally forgot that we were doing previews for SoCal Regionals, so let's wrap up this next shit. Ono, Yoshinori Ono. Apparently got demoted. Apparently he didn't. It's just not going to change is what I heard from a reliable source. It's going to stay the same. Moving on. Uh, esports ecosystem has sponsored K. Brad and Sherry Genix. 
These are the dudes that are doing the, uh, they want to create the currency of esports via bitcoins. And they're about to go live with that. I think it's an interesting uh, time to be doing all this. That's not bitcoins, thing. it's uh, other coins. Their coins. It's a completely different uh, cryptocurrency. Because Which, by the way, are down like 9 to 10% today or something like insane. Yeah, it's based off of the A chain <laughs> crypto. Which, that shit goes over my head. I'm not as super interested in it. But uh, maybe on a separate day, we can have uh, Latchi come in and explain to us because I believe he's the founder of this company. Anyway, they picked up Cape and Chargenix. They're going to send their asses to SoCal Regionals. Uh, all right. What we've all been waiting for. Did y'all see the lines out there for uh, Smash Brothers Ultimate I in New York outside of a Best Buy? I understand waiting in line to play a single match. A demo, even. Of, like, a demo of a game. Like, you're not going to garner... Maybe if, like, you're one of those people who's, like gonna stream this and get views on it i get it but like i whatever whatever floats your boat it's just crazy to me there's a lot of people you're who want to play this me, game you're telling me that if capcom announced hey we're dropping street fighter 6 pretty soon and if you show up at capcom cup you get to play a game on it no you're if you me show up at best buy is this is at a best buy yeah i believe yeah, so it's, in it's, New York, if you mistaken. show up at best buy then you'll get to play around it's like I don't know. I wouldn't. Shout um, out to that one person that held up the umbrella in non-rainy condition. Oh, <laughs> maybe it was raining. Uh, maybe it's for like... Uh, I, I think you guys are just hating that your game wouldn't have that many people waiting to play it. I might get a smash. <laughs> no, no. All right. Um, no, what we're really waiting for is uh, the preview. I'll go real quick. Well, since uh, Steve is doing two, how about we start with Steve and then we end with Steve? All right. Uh... Tekken. Big week, yes. Uh, big weekend for Tekken at SCR. Uh, it's one of two events uh, on the Tekken World Tour. There's also Rev Major that's going to have some of the top uh, Asian players out there, including Ni, Chanel, and Take. Uh, but looking at SCR, this is going to be the last tournament on U.S. soil this season. Uh, so this is a big, big opportunity for several players who are right along that bubble. Uh, remember, the top 19 get in. Uh, SCR is going to have number 16, Joey Fury, number 18, Jimmy J. Tran, number 20, Dimeback, and number 21, Speed Kicks. All of them are in the field. Uh, if you look at Joey Fury, the big thing is he's gone out, he's gotten results at a bunch of different places. He went to Poland, he went to Denmark, he went to UK, but he hasn't really had that big top three finish top two finish this would be his best chance arguably to get it because by Tekken World Tour points he's the top seed this weekend uh, Dimeback is a guy who has been kind of sliding down the standings uh, for the last couple months you know he was in strong position and he hasn't really had those big big results uh this last weekend at the mix-up was a bit of a mixed opportunity because fergus didn't do well it was his chance to go up he needs to get uh top six i believe to move into qualifying position uh yeah or actually excuse me top four he, he needs to at least get top four to move in. And that could change depending on uh, how Nobi does uh, and how Jimmy J and, and uh, Speed Kicks do. But one name I want to call out right now, Shadow. Shadow is someone who's been on the come up all year. Uh, he can, he's going to be a threat. 
And especially now, since, you know, he's one of the best Claudio players in the U.S., and that is character who's looking pretty good right now. Uh, he's He's got a pretty decent path out of his pool. Um, he would face e- either Dimeback, Junior, or Rixta to get into top eight, assuming all of them stay on the uh, winner side. I think he could make some real, real noise this weekend. Thank you, Steve, for that. Uh, moving on to Dragon Ball Fighters. All right. So unlike the other pro tours, uh, Dragon Ball Fighters doesn't have points hey, that accumulate here. throughout events. And this one is a radar event, not one of the main events. Mm-hmm. So the winner of this isn't going to move on to the grand finality. finale. Instead, they're going to get a trip to one of the future you know, premiere events. I don't remember exactly what they call them. Um, that being said... Uh, there's still some big names there. Sonic Fox is there. He was not in France at the last major event. So this will be the first time we've seen him in a big event since the patch has dropped. Um, that does not really seem like it's going to be a problem for him. He's still playing various teams. Most of his characters weren't really nerfed. And he's shown that, I mean, he won Evo with a different team than he won the premiere before that with. And it was three different characters. Oh. So no patch is going gonna, is gonna to deter him at all. Uh, the next biggest name is Kazunoko. Heard of him. Who, who has won a premiere over Sonic Fox and notably changed one of the characters on his team. He's playing Gotenks now. Uh, that's going to be a big move you'll see a lot of people make is the kid booted Gotenks move because now Gotenks is probably the best character with one of those really long assists. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people have made that change. Uh, Doggerel will be there. His results have actually waned quite a bit. Mm. He, he started off Dragon Ball as like clearly number three, basically, behind Sonic and Goichi, and since then he's fallen a bit. He didn't do as well at Summit. He didn't do as well at a bunch of these other premieres. be interesting to see what he does with the new patch. And then the big Americans who we haven't really seen post-patch yet are going to be, you know, Reynold, Breaker Dave, uh, Chris G., uh, a few guys like that. Uh, notably, to Kill Sage and Cloud and Nakiel and Apology Man all were in France, and they all did well. But you know, they've already lost to a few of the guys did, who are going. Did you mention so. Hook and God? Hook and God is not going, as far as I understand. Who wow. got second in France? Okay. I think a lot. I think a few players are really focusing on the on the the premier events at this point. So this one's a little less deep of a crowd, but still, I mean, the top. The top 16 is going to be all guys that you have heard of or people who beat guys that you have heard of. It's going to be a good event. I think the patch has made the game a lot more balanced, so I think you will see a lot more variety in teams. There's still a pretty notable top tier. You know, you're going to see a lot of Bardock, Cell, Gotenks, Android 16, uh, stuff like that. But it's not going to be quite to the level. And I think you're going to see some guys like Breaker Dave who are playing, you know, Majin Buu make more of a splash than they did before. Anybody you got to win it? <sighs> it's Sonic hard. I think Sonic's going to win. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Kazunoko would be the, the best threat to his throne. But I think a new patch only helps Sonic more than everyone else. He's already shown that he can bounce around with no problem whatsoever. And I think he's going to do that. And I think he's going to win that way. Shoutouts to Beaver for the win and XDRD Magnegro X for subbing to the show. I'm Welcome pulling for Magnegro. <laughs> yeah, good job at Red Bull. Got second at Red Bull, unfortunately, but still okay. a good showing. Uh, John, you got a uh, Street Fighter Five preview for yeah. us? Yeah, 
I'll do it real quick here. Um, it's, okay, so so the Capcom Pro Tour, of course, is kind of beginning its final chapters. There's still a good bit left to play. Um, you mean this for this pre- season, I'm sorry, to interrupt? You mean for this season, or you think Street Fighter Five is like Capcom no, no, Pro no, Tour is ending? Season, for, for the 2018 okay, okay, okay. stretch up until Capcom Cup. Like, you could say we're kind of entering like this last like stretch here. And um, and so this is going to be an important tournament because you know it's it's one of, I think, there are like four or five premieres left. Um, and, uh, but the, the turnout, it's like, there are plenty of big names. In fact, the first 25, I think like Kazunoku is like the 25th seed. If, if the smash GG organization does indeed, um, show by seeds, uh, but, and there are only 260 some, I think 263 players in the event right now, which I don't know. That feels a little bit low. I'm not certain. I haven't looked at the specific numbers for, for a lot of these events and whatnot, but, um, some of the notable pools, like to give you an idea of how hard it's going to be to get out of pools, uh, the first one has Myers, Fujimura, and Toy. So, um, and, and that's kind of standard. There's going to be like one to two like big bad killers, and then a couple of like you cannot sleep on them ever type of players. Um, another one has Chris CCH, Commander Jesse, Filipino Man, and Fudo. Uh, but the one that I found that was the most stacked is uh, Daigo, Kazunoko. 801 Strider, Rob TV, and then Chris Wynn and 8 Grade. 8 Grade's an Akuma player from uh, from Mexico. Doesn't travel a ton, but he's he's you know worth bringing up. So the it's going to be very competitive from the get go, as we've seen with most premieres in Street Fighter Five. Uh, there there are plenty of of really big names, but not everyone. Like I don't think I saw Shen's name, for instance, and uh, um, a handful others. But you're still going to have you know your Tokido, Fujimura, Daigo. Uh, Kazunoko, Itabashi, Fudo, those kind of guys. So um, it'll be what you expect for a traditional premiere. Um, maybe one or two name, big names missing, but it should be nonstop action from the get-go all weekend long and uh, totally worth watching. So Awesome. Who you got to win it? I mean, it's so hard to predict Street Fighter V. <laughs> you know, like, uh, you could go with the obvious pick from at least earlier in this year, which would be Tokido, but when's the last time he took it down, you know? Um and and he's still very much there and in top eights, but he doesn't always win. So it's all over the place, man. Uh, I I really can't put my money on on anyone specific. Like you know, you can say a name, but like with not a ton of faith behind it. Okay, uh, Steve, why don't you close us out on a high note with your last preview? Uh, yeah, I wanted to talk about injustice because. SCR is the final stop on the Injustice Pro Series this year, and. This tournament is going to be nuts. Uh, There's only 61 entrants as of right now, but this is pretty much all killer, no filler. The entire top 16 of the IPS standings are in the field. And they're all snaked in terms of pools. So you've got in one pool, uh, Irish Mantis and Honey honeybee uh along with tweety and nubcakes and white boy in there as well that's going to be a nuts pool uh if you look at like i said as of right now happy pow and tekken master are the last two players in the finals field right now and they're both in pool four along with rewind and sonic fox so for either of them to really gain a bunch of points and feel safe is going to be a tough task. 
that leaves the door open for guys like uh, Scar and Big D, who are right on the outside, even Nubcakes. If any of them can make a run into top eight, there's a good chance they can play their way in to the field. Uh, but with as well as Tweedy has been playing throughout the season, it is going to be a tough task for anyone far outside uh, to get you know first or second and make that big leap. So it's going. The race is going to be right around uh, that ten through fifteen spot, in my opinion. Yeah, I'm surprised that they still haven't revealed Mortal Kombat X, considering that we already uh, announced it. You'd think that like right after we did that, they would post. They're a little YouTube. behind. Yeah, yeah, that's weird. Well, how, how much is uh, on the stake here, money-wise, for IPS or Injustice Pro Series? Uh, I forget how much it is. I well, in that case, uh, but I, it is 250 points to the winner. Okay, but let's wow. disregard that and end the show on this clip that I need you to set up for us, uh, Steve. What's going on here? Oh, uh, this was one of the biggest mix-ups to ever take place at the mix-up. Uh, this is. Ru Kang and uh, Kudans in pool play. Uh, Kudans <laughs> gets the win, and Ru Kang has trouble uh, finding him. <laughs> just, just those Korean side steps are too much for him to handle. <laughs> That's funny. Um, all right, guys. Uh, thank you to everybody who watched. Thank you for everybody who followed, subbed, and thank you to our podcast listeners on SoundCloud and iTunes. Um, let us know what you think about uh, the use of the hey we're black in here I'm black in here um, if we should get rid of it forever and ruin the fun for everybody watching live uh, but make it more enjoyable experience for those listening or not this has been Best of Five Efren, Mike, Steve and John thanks for watching guys I don't really hate you I, 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 I love you guys, and that's not just the painkillers talking. <laughs> we will see you next week. <laughs> <laughs>